three days' time, we'll see the Adelaide Crows play the Richmond Tigers at the MCG in the AFL Grand Final. I get tingles just saying that. It's been an enormous journey for both of these clubs. The Crows finished sixth last year. The Tigers didn't even finish in the top eight. Both clubs have had to overcome some harsh losses during the year in very different ways. After winning their first six games, the Crows were crushed by the Kangas by 59 points in round seven, and then by Melbourne the very next week by 41 points. Their premiership tilt was over, apparently. Clubs had worked them out. They knew how to stop them. Tag Sloan, put a number behind the ball. The recipe was so simple. The Tigers have flattened in a different way. They lost by two points to Fremantle with a David Mundy kick after the siren in round eight. The very next week, they lost by three points to GWS, thanks to a fist by Phil Davis and a Jeremy Cameron long goal with 30 seconds left. Their premiership, too, was apparently shaky. They were mentally weak, the experts said, prone to choking, not up to standard, not a true finals contender. 16 weeks later, and both clubs have stormed into a grand final. Adelaide has won their two finals by 36 and 61 points. The Tigers, their two finals by 51 and 36 points. They've both been unstoppable. They are the two best teams in the competition right now and they both truly deserve to be there. But there can only be one winner and no matter what, there's an incredible story to be told. They've had to overcome a lot, endure a lot and now they both get their chance. This Saturday shapes to be one of the all-time classics. Boys, it's our final podcast. It's also our most important one. The grand final between the Adelaide Crows and the Richmond Tigers is upon us. It's time for Skinfolds AFL Podcast. A Razi old Fantasia. Oh, they're all over you, Mingy. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Just ask that guy to just say, excuse me at least, he's going to do it. That's absolute nonsense. A Razi old Fantasia. A Razi old Fantasia. Well, that would have been nice if he'd actually said, excuse me. Horazio Fantasia, Tiffin Woody, little quick handball over the top of the burger. Horazio Fantasia, Horazio Fantasia. Such a, sorry, Paul, I just I went blank Jesus there for a Christ, second and just yeah. had to you, talk you for a little You probably could have given us a little bit of warning. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to make it special um, because it is our last podcast. Uh, I'm joined by James. Hello. Hello. David, hello. Tom, how are you? It's uh, the grand final, as we just mentioned. It is the biggest game as, of the as year. As we just mentioned. Oh, I just mentioned. You guys, you guys can add stuff if you want throughout the body. Just open your eyes and roll back yeah. Um, we've got a, a fair bit of stuff to get into. Before we do, um, Dave, housekeeping as always. Housekeeping. your virgin song. Well, I'll keep it short, seeing as we've only got about 40 minutes left out of an hour <laughs> podcast. So, um, yeah, I'll keep it short. We also have a, a special guest in the house, Ben, ben the Train Paps, down the back. Hey, um, and this song will be dedicated to him by the end of it. First of all, the clue will be, this is something you'd hear when you're on the train heading to the footy something you'd hear when you're on the train heading to the footy and I'll give you a bit of a clue please it's one of Papsy's favourite artists uh, I know for a fact he oh. loves the Hilda Hoods oh you've probably already got it yeah, yeah. <laughs> should we say it or is it hard, nah. hard road 
Oh, well, no, we're going to go on because Patsy's already got it, and I know he's got it. Save it, Ryan. Yeah, save it to okay. the end. Uh, we'll jump straight into it, Thomas. Let's do it. This is the Friday night, and you uh, you didn't go to the game. James, did No, did you go to the game? Mm. No, you had the grand final next day, didn't you? No, can't no. remember. We were busy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you blanked days. out for five days. Yeah. James is actually lucky enough to win a grand final himself. Congrats, on the weekends, James. yes, um, yeah, I've, I've got nothing left. Yep, <laughs> he's, he's, an, he's an empty shell. <laughs> That's right. Um, so the Let's Adelaide Crows 136 defeated the Geelong Cats 75. First prelim final, Adelaide Oval to book yourself a ticket to the big dance, and Adelaide just, just de pants Geelong. Is that a is that a word? De pants. Decanted, I think. Decanted yeah. Geelong. They really <laughs> did pull them into an aerated. <laughs> <bottle. Yeah. laughs> if Geelong were a fine bottle of wine, they got really just spilled everywhere. Um, I think Bruce McEvaney summed it up quite nicely. You know, I love Bruce, and he said, um, "It takes two to tango, but Geelong didn't even show up to the dance. They were just oh, deplorable." I wonder if he had that saved yeah, in his memory yeah, we surely. would have said the same thing Maybe. if Geelong won yeah surely. that's right yeah. Yeah. Um, Adelaide were fantastic the way they moved the ball um, their efficiency and, and the way they went forward um, rebounding out of defence was fantastic Geelong real, I think they had a very similar number of inside 50s I think they lost contested possession by one or two mm. so you'd think looking at the stats like oh they might have got close but they were just they just got butchered yeah, completely. They, they, they lack any avenue to goal, really. Hawkins has been shit. Like, yeah, all final I think series. Hawkins kicked one. Um, Menzel kicked, I think, zero yeah. after such a controversial yeah. decision. Haw- Hawkins, your your spearhead. I think he's. I think he. I, didn't kick anything over one against Sydney. No, he's... Oh, he's Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. He hasn't Sydney, kicked Welcome a big bag. Yeah, <laughs> hasn't kicked a big bag. In terms of stats, we'll get to it. Roy Laird was fantastic. 32 touches. Both the, the uh, Crouch boys, we've been talking a lot throughout the finals and just before the finals, they've been ticking into top gear. Matt Crouch, 31 touches, one goal. Brad Crouch... 29 touches, 10 tackles. They're going to be... Christ. I don't want to mention the GF right now because we will do a big review of that a little bit later on, but they're going to be very important um, on Saturday. Charlie Cameron, he picked a really good time to have his best ever game. I would say that's... Would you say that, Caddy? You're a 100% his best, best game. Best ever game. Ever. Like five, not only the five goals, really. but just the he way was, yeah, he dominant. took the game on, like some of his marking, yeah. his, his running and bouncing was incredible. He's probably just earned himself another 150000 at Brisbane next yeah, year. That's right, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right, if he bails. Um, Jenkins kicked four without really having a... Kind of towards the end of the game, he had a bit of an impact, but it's good that he... He had those uh, interesting words about Dangerfield and Geelong during the week. Yeah. And he backed it up. He kicked four. Adelaide yeah. had a massive win. So um, all the forwards were quite good. There's one point <laughs> that I want to mention that I, I think I text both of you guys yep. when it happened because I was uh, a bit sweaty when it did happen in a good way. Rory Sloan's bump on oh Dangerfield. Isn't it's that just, just so like, mm. like take any two players and that's an incredible contest, but take like the history and the the kind of not irony that it's yeah. Sloan and Dangerfield but you know Sloan decided to stay and be loyal Dangerfield left they mean in a prelim it happens to be those two that collide Sloan gets up and runs off and Dangerfield's flat on his ass mm. for 15 seconds should have got a week Paddy should have stayed we're, down we're going to talk about who should have got a week a little bit later <laughs> but um, amazing kind of contest yeah and, um, there was a fair bit of emotion after the game. Yeah, Bets kind of crying. Oh, really? I mean, to get, and also between Dangerfield and the other did players. You, did you yeah. see the the video of Sloney <clears throat> when he was talking to the media? And I think the media just asked him oh, about that. Oh, how, about, about how about that hit with Dangerfield? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he just went on this forty second monologue about like, oh, you know, like he's such a great guy. He's such a great, such a great player. 
I really respect him. Like, feel for him. Like, I really feel for him yeah. right now. Like, And everyone yeah. was just like, wow, Sonny, you're just a genuinely good dude. He's such yeah, a good dude. I, such I nice reckon it's the dude. first time. We saw in round 18 when they beat Geelong. They kind of went up. They went after Selwood a lot, but this felt like the first time where they seriously went after Dangerfield. Mm. Yeah. Like, from the get-go, they were, like, just going up to him, just getting right up in his face. Yeah. It was... I felt like... I don't know if I'm imagining this, but it felt like the first time they just played him as any other player. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about the, the fact that he used to play at Adelaide. It felt like the first time they just said, we're going to crush you no matter what. Yeah. You know, um, I saw... Um, I actually quite liked the, the way that Danger dealt with it. Just didn't retaliate yeah. at all. Yeah. There was one point where he was on the boundary and the ball went out of bounds and Daniel Talia sort of bumped him out of bounds and shoved him into the fence. And with it, instead of retaliating, they both just sort of jog up to each other and they both just slap each other on the stomach. Yeah. Like, like you can tell they don't actually hate each other. No, and, and when you like the lesser man than Dangerfield would have retaliated. Yeah, and it's particularly when you're 50 points down at that yeah. stage, you're not going to make a big deal about it. Like yeah, they were, right. they were um, comprehensively beaten. So it means that Adelaide march on. Um, not a lot else to say. They were fantastic. I hope they have saved a little bit more for for the grand final. Um, you hope they can go one more gear, but um, until then they were. Fantastic. So. Yep. I've got nothing else to say. Um, second prelim, Dave, Saturday night. Richmond 103 defeated GWS 67. Uh, yep. No, like, <laughs> yes, they uh, did. Yes, they did. <laughs> Correct, they did. Yeah, um, yeah I, I didn't watch a single minute of this game, unfortunately. It's <laughs> good. Um, it was at, like, a bit of an awkward time. It was like four in the Arvo on a Saturday, and obviously I've, like, I've got shit to do. I don't know why they did Twilight. Is it, it's, why it's, they it, did Twilight? Well, it's harder to sleep. Imagine finishing at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yes, they wanted to yeah. give them a fair recovery or something. Um, yeah, but they haven't done that in the past, have they? Yeah, last year they, they did. did. Last they? year they, they definitely did. I remember we were down the river. Um, we watched the Twilight game. Okay. So yeah, first grand final for Richmond in 35 years. Yeah. So the the narrative c- continues to build. Um, I was checking the scores for a little bit, and it was actually even at halftime. And then I checked it at the end of the game, and they just fucking blew yeah, away. Sure. So, ten goals to four in the second half after Richmond led by a point at halftime. So mm. just came out and dominated. Uh, no huge stat getters for for the Tigers. Well, for both teams, but particularly for the Tigers, um, Cochin led the way with 26 touches, but Apart from that, everyone else got sort of anywhere between 18 and 23. Mm. Just a a reflective of an even contribution across the board. So that's obviously a good thing for the Tigers. So they're not reliant on Dusty to get 30, even though he kicked three goals three and had 20. Um, (laughs) That's still pretty good. (laughs) Evidently went forward. I'm not too sure. I'm presuming he went forward. He actually spent um, more time forward than I think he has. 60%... Uh, forward, I'm, I'm hearing it? whispers from the bed. 60%, which he, yeah. <laughs> uh, people were saying it's because of his ribs. You know, he had the, a contest yeah, where yeah. he landed on his ribs on someone's knee. It's knees, very so. Dangerfield-esque to get like, yeah, an innocu- innocuous sort of ailment. Like a, like not something that keeps you out, but uh, we'll rest your forward, <laughs> mate. Just go, 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 kick, go kick even points and goals and make sure it's more than two. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he completely took the piss. Rewalt hasn't been very good recently. I'm not sure if you've noticed that. Like, I'm sure he's playing his role. Obviously, again, I didn't watch any of the game, but no, yeah. not kicking bags, no, which is not. very exciting for Tigerland. Yeah. Um, so the goals came from Rioli. Daniel Rioli kicked four, um, which I think is a bit of a reward for the faith that everyone's put in him. Uh, I've never da- rated Daniel Rioli. I think he's gotten by on being a Rioli. A Rioli, yeah. Um, I've always he was thought really good. He was really good. Yeah. yeah. There was one tackle. I'm not sure if you saw it. Like. Then Callum Ward stepped inside, big fella Callum Ward, and yeah. Dan, uh, Daniel yeah. Rioli just sort of stuck his arm out and latched on him and stripped him of the footy. Yeah. And then obviously kicked four in the end as well. Yeah. Um, apart from that, 
Kelly, 28 and a goal for GWS was good. And Ward, 25 and three as a captain stood up. Kicked three goals. Kicked three goals. Yeah, man. But like they're they're good players. Like, like they're good forwards with shit. Patton was shit. Lobs terrible. Uh, I don't don't no. don't know if Toby Green did a whole heap. No, he had a really yeah. quiet game. Yeah, 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 really quiet game. Um, one one funny thing I remember Patton watching the highlights and Patton took a mark just before half time, yeah. and it took about thirty five out and six seconds left and with one second left he hambles over the top to Toby oh, Green and while oh. the ball's in the air the siren goes it just sums up then yeah sums up that night. Yeah. Um, so obviously the, the big thing that came out of the game was Cochin being on report um, got off in the end uh, like I, I think it's probably we'll talk about this a little bit later I'd say um, let's talk about it now Okay. <laughs> if we can, yeah. Um, yeah. So I like I, he obviously he hit him high. Yeah. I I personally think that the match review panel panel gets a little bit lenient in this sort of scenario where there's a yeah. bigger backlash to For not sure. to, to give them games than it would be to not give them games. Yeah. It would have been daylight robbery if he got a week. I know he sort of made his own bed by getting a couple fines. Well, that's the thing. He was never he was never going to get a week, was he? But he should have got a fine. But you, a, a, you fine, a fine would have got him a suspension. Exactly, and that's yeah. but that's the rules. There's no yeah. other way to put it. But yeah, I've, I've, I'm getting a little bit of love for Cochin recently. Yeah, like, I've, he, like that, like that goal he kicked the other week. Oh, right? yeah, so it was incredible! Yeah. Like yeah. He slapped yeah. it on the left. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know I just showed you um, before. Like I love <clears> how close he is with Dusty. Yeah, like yeah, genuine, yeah. Dusty's genuinely part of the family. Like right com, comes to the daughter's like second birthday and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. love that shit. He like I. Obviously, you want to see... Even I, as a Crow supporter, kind of want to see him play. You want a grand final with the best players. Yeah. Everyone wants yeah, that. Yeah, don't put an And, and the yeah. AFL clearly want that as well. Yeah. But you can't tell me that if this was round 10, that he would not have got a fine for that. He concussed... Yeah. No Shields, they're one of their best well, midfielders, I think concussed they, out. Yeah. They drew, they drew out of it that it, maybe it was in a different contest with Asprey or whoever it was. Like that he, is, got hit, he got hit high and jumped straight up after getting hit by Asprey. I, I heard a lot of people saying that mm. there was just enough... Leniency, enough rigor room for them to say, "Oh, there's this reason, there's that reason." Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, there wasn't actually any reason he should have not got a fine for that. Yeah. Really, in, yeah. in the in the in the end, if we hadn't had all the debacle with the MRP this year, like no one even <laughs> bats an eye at that. Like that, no. that that's absolutely fine. But yeah. you can just you can just argue that if it was during the year, he should have got a week. Have a look at what people got a week for during the year. Yeah. yeah. And well, having having said that, I think they need to change the rules so he doesn't get a week for that. Because it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he's barely, like he's barely got his arm like tucked. No. He's like almost just sort of he's just bracing diving at the for nut. contact, yeah. and he like he get he wins the ball no. as well. He like he gets him, but like yeah, I understand the um the logic behind having um like good bad or good history, and that it should yeah. take a toll. But in that situation, imagine if you got a thousand dollar fine. And that was enough yeah. for him to miss a grand final. Yeah, I, like, saw, I saw something from Hodge today saying that they should scrap the points in finals, so people aren't going in half-heartedly in let's say qualifying. So you so you don't, yeah. so, you don't so you don't you don't miss a final, don't miss a grand final because you got a, a fine, a jumper punch. It'd, so be, it'd be so should, unjust. I should yeah. I think they should scrap the whole like the fine adding up to a, a thing. Like yeah. I, I don't right. really like that sort of thing. I, I reckon it's just based on what you do. Yeah. Sort of thing. If if you get a certain amount of suspensions in a year like maybe like if you're suspended three times in a year or something maybe you get an extra mm. game or something like that yeah. yeah but like the fine like something mm. innocuous and something innocuous <clears throat> again adding up to a game doesn't make it sense it sucks a bit doesn't yeah, it, it doesn't I, reckon, I reckon they should just scratch the suspension panel at all no just, one gets suspended no rules just bring back the biff <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, there's only yeah, one thing I have to add to that. I yep. Stevie J retired after this oh, game. Stunk, he man. was so, <laughs> so bad. bad. Did I you watch the highlights? Uh, I watched the game. Oh well, there you go. One of us watched the game, Dave, oh, as well. part of our profession here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, I don't know if you guys saw. There was one. Yep. You might have seen I know the exactly whole, what you, you do. Yeah. When he was at the fifty. Yeah, yeah. So probably this is at a time where, like, crucially, as you said before, there was only one point difference at halftime. And this was early in the third quarter. Stevie J has a mark, probably about 45, 50 out, nearest the boundary. And in typical Stevie J fashion, don't get me wrong, let me let me preempt this by saying that he, <coughs> he has been in the past, great player. Won a Norm Smith, yeah. has won premierships, obviously very skillful. I hate the fact that he hasn't adapted his game, the fact that he's 33, and he still thinks he can do ridiculous things. He's, he's kicking around corners you, you from 80 like, out. Ask Nick Rewalt whether he still plays the same way he does when yeah, he was exactly. 22. No way. Well, like, and, I, and I bet Stevie J doesn't practice as much as he used to. He couldn't possibly. No. At 33, you can't kick as many footies as you no. do when you're at 22. It's just frustrating. Right. Like, I'm not. I'm a pseudo-GWS supporter in the fact that probably after the Crows, they're the team I support. But I was so frustrated just watching an old-school bandwagon, aren't you? Crows, no, no, and, Crows been, and the GWS. I've been on them since day dot, which was... Two years ago, <laughs> um, but he was about fifty out. You can just see on, you can see very clearly in the replays. He's Looking darting, size, yeah, yeah, he's darting. He's like really, obviously, Darn gonna up. go inboard, isn't he? And you can see his eyes. And he's like nods at someone, and he kind of fakes and kicks around his body, sprays it, turns the ball over in a really crucial area. Richmond go and, and no, they the took other. a mark, and someone gives away fifty. Yeah, that's right. That's they gave it, away, yeah. and, and I was just watching that, thinking, you've just shit the bed, dude. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, like? It was just uh, kind of indicative mm. of their whole night, and he retires with yeah. you know a bit of esteem, but also a far, far cry from the Steve from, J. From went what he was, he kicked six goals. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing where you can't not pick him when he had kicked six. But in hindsight, geez, they would have probably rathered someone else. In hindsight, when Maddie he was going to bad, but does the um, basics. Anyway, that's all done and dusted. Uh, shall we kick on, Dave? Yep. It's time for the last viewer segment. Our favourite. It's time for yay or nay. It's yay or nay. Yay or nay. I've got some out there. Uh, yay or nay, Dave. Tom. Should I kick you off? You can if you like. I will. Mm. Yay or nay. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Ablett has officially requested a move back to Geelong. It's expected to easily get done, probably with a something like a second round pick or a third round pick. Right. Considering his age, that's what people are saying it'll happen um, during the trade period. With Ablett, alongside Dangerfield and Selwood in Geelong's midfield next year, are they the premiership favourites for 2018? No, straight Ooh, away. No. no. No, I think Geelong have got too many holes just to add a 33-year-old injury-riddled Dangerfield to say he's, an, he's enough to be the Messiah. Yeah. Um, if I was coaching Geelong, which I'm not, but I may well be able to, sure, I, I'd say Mitch Duncan, you've stepped up enough. You don't deserve to get kicked out of your first midfield spot. True. Let's put Ablett up forward. Uh, let's, let's let him. Yeah. Let's let him roll around and be a freak. <coughs> you can play 100 percent game for time in the forward pocket. True. Let him kick 80 goals. You you don't have the strenuous yeah, nature goals. of a midfield role on your yep. body. And, yep. They um, but they still don't have an like they're they're losing Mackie. And the other guy, Lonigan, two of their best defenders. So that le- their back line's pretty average now. Yeah, yeah, um, true. Um, yeah. Forward line, Tomahawk's pretty shit. 
I don't really yeah. I don't really see them like unless Gary Ablett actually played forward and kicked a heap of goals. I don't really see them as that dangerous. Not really. You got, what do you have? You got Menzel, who's average oh. at best, who apparently wants to leave. Average at best. Yeah. Um, apparently they want Stringer, they want Stringer. Yeah. If they can get Stringer and Ablett, it's a good get. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong, but even Stringer, you can't see yeah. him being a guy who's going to kick three or four goals every week no, can you he'll and kick five one week he's not even then, a key four nah, nah. He's, I know he's tall but he's not a six foot four nah, like, you know, he was he was supposed to get drafted as a midfielder and then his, in his draft year he, he broke his leg did his knee or no, yeah, his leg yeah leg, broke his broke leg his I'm leg. pretty sure yeah. something like that I don't know yeah. someone check that for us <laughs> um, broke his leg so he went and played forward and they picked him up and he's just played forward since really yeah. 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 so he was touted as this big fella midfielder like you're, like you're five types except more explosive so he won't solve the problem so you reckon now I reckon they. I think yeah. though, if if danger, uh, so if Ablett is in like full flight, like good Nick, like yeah, he's yeah. thirty three, but that might be the best midfield ever. Yeah, well, that's, ever. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah, that's that's, in, that's ridiculous when you think about like, it. An Ablett, a full tilt, danger foot is best. yeah, it does. <laughs> it? Yeah, and then you got Mitch Duncan, and then as Duncan, like a first yeah. change with Guthrie. Guthrie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's intimidating. I changed my, my answer. No, I agree with your answer though that it takes more than the midfield and. Um, interesting to see whether that happens or not though yep uh, next one is for you so actually uh, follow on from our Jake Stringer comment just then yes the Western Bulldogs are making a mistake seeking a trade for utility Jake Stringer given their current shortage of goal kicking bigs yeah like I I don't know what the whole um, what the controversy is whether because he was uh, he is not happy at the club and they're not happy with him and they've publicly commented and now he kind of has to get traded but when you actually think about it if he goes they have fuck all nothing. They have yeah. nothing. Cloak's gone, Cloak's I done. assume. Yeah, I, They've got I, Boyd, I who there, obviously with mental health issues, you don't know if he's going to play or not. And then you've got what? You got a Red couple. Path. Red, Red Path, who's unproven kind of. You got Tory Dixon. You just you got barely uh, a forward Dow line. That we said. Dowhouse. Dowhouse is yeah good, but without being Wait, he's not a, consistent. He's not a full time forward, forward though, is he? He is. Um, oh, well, thanks, Ben. Yeah. So, pull up, pull up a microphone, mate. Guest presenter. Yeah. So no, I think they. What did you say? Making a mistake. I said, are, are they are they making a mistake by seeking a trade? For I, I would say, surely, if you're going to trade Stringer, there's something mm. they're working behind the scenes to bring yeah, another forward in. Because if yeah. they don't, then yes, it is a mistake. And Stringer's Stringer's someone like as well. Like he's not. He's one of those guys who's on and off, like we said. But like he's got huge <clears throat> potential. When he's like on, when yeah. he when he's on, he's fucking <clears throat> unbelievable. Could you see him? And he's could, young as well. He's he is. He's 20, 23, 23 or something. Yeah. Twenty twenty three and. Uh, Divorced, he's lived, man. He's on his second line. Um, <laughs> would you, would you just as a quick follow up, would yep. you say that, like you said, with Stringer, very inconsistent but can be on? Do you reckon a new club might be the thing that just flicks the switch room and he just well, becomes really consistent? Uh, or like, I, think with this, I think with someone like that, it's, it's all like mindset. You can't, yeah, you can't be that good and that bad without having like some like, a few the, demons, yeah, like. yeah. It's, it's got to be mental, like confidence or, or something yeah. like that. So, I don't think. He can Maybe. play like he plays every week. Otherwise, he'd just be the best player of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, that, that explosive. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really rate him that much. I, I, I always I was, thought he was a bit overrated because of yeah. what you said, because he's inconsistent. Yeah. He's yeah. great when he's great, yeah. but then four games, he'll kick yeah. no goals. Yeah, and, no, yeah. Like someone like a, like a mentor from a club or something might be exactly what he needs, mm. and he gets more consistent. He Maybe. might not become the best player in the league, but he might be, be consistent. You know, yeah. Maybe yeah. he just needs the love of another woman. I'm sure he's had plenty of women, women in the interim. <laughs> but like the actual <laughs> love of it. He needs to settle down, yeah. Um, following on from that, Ooh. I was just thinking, um, do you think it's time for Jack Watts to get traded? 
I've been and seeing a little bit of this potentially respark his career. I've been seeing this in the media a little bit. That oh, really? there's yeah, okay. there's questions about this. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure on what his currency would be. It's not going to be great. It'd be like a second round draft pick or something. But yeah, I mean, he was dropped. For, he was dropped for quite a while from yeah. Melbourne, wasn't he? Like even yeah. as of six or seven weeks ago. So sort of, yeah, I know he was playing well though. He was, wasn't yeah. he? Everyone was saying, "Here we go. This is the number one yeah. draft pick." But I'm at the stage now where. I don't think he's going to become an exceptional. No, I don't surely th- by now he doesn't. I don't play. think Melbourne's going to get much care. more out of him though. Like, no. why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you cut the dead weight? Yeah, and yeah, then see if, he, see if he can spark up somewhere else. I'm yeah. sure there's plenty of clubs that would take him. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'd get someone. Um, all right, next one, yep. Dave. After the disgraceful decision to name Joe Danaher's effort the mark <laughs> of the year instead of Jeremy Howe's. <clears throat> Fans should no longer be given the power to decide the winner of Mark and Goal of the Year. Should be up to some, maybe a panel of experts, coaches. You, you, you tell me. Yeah or nay? You don't like a democracy, do you, mate? I want a dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh well. It was a bit embarrassing. It was a bit. It was a bit embarrassing. I'm sure. Like, I sure. Like, did you see the Brownlow where they showed yeah. the footage of yeah, Jeremy Howe's face, face? And he was like, "Fuck yeah, got myself a car." Yeah. And, you know, Joe Dunhurst. Oh, he literally just like and yeah. his face is. And that's like that's like fifty grand for the bloke. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's not, a, not a pissy amount. And I think there's one thing is that he does it. He probably has too many nominations, <laughs> and like people are probably like, "Fuck, which yeah. one was it?" I'll just vote for C then. Yeah. <laughs> it just spreads out, whereas J- Joey just took one mark because it's yeah. all he does. Like, yeah. So was that yay or nay? Um, no, I reckon I reckon yay because it was just it was just outrageous. Is there a position where you could split it like a half vote between the like h- half the weight comes from the public and half the weight comes from? Like, oh the yeah, yeah, uh, maybe, yeah, possibly. What I'd like to know is, do they split? Because obviously in the league, there's more say. Um, and Joe Danaher, there's more Essendon fans than there is, say, Toby yeah. Green took Pop- a Popularity contest. There's yeah. more Essendon fans than there yeah. is GW. I yeah. wonder if they weight that I statistically. Think is, whether I think they... this has happened before as well. Like when When there's been like people taking massive hangers from other clubs that just don't have the support and just That's aren't, what I mean. aren't even nominated. I wonder if they statistically use a method that actually weights that, because if they don't, it's it bullshit. Seems, it, like, it seems fucking ridiculous that the public like, picks that sort yeah, of it, shit. It, it, it doesn't, like, it's like the old, it really like, it's it's like the old vote to a victim on Big Brother. Yeah, yeah like, I understand the, p- the public picking some things, like the name of like a railway station, yeah. or yeah, who to kick station. off like you know the Bachelorette. <laughs> but not... <laughs> well, there's a car at stake. Yeah, Someone's livelihood. I'm not sure I don't you can claim I think you can claim Danaher is a more popular player than Jeremy Howe but like sure. Collingwood versus Essendon two very big yeah. clubs Collingwood's probably bigger aren't they so. yeah. um, there'd be that many oh, people fan, fans in their nature yeah, like, sure, even like sure. if I was looking at it I would just be like oh fuck yeah if Joey. I was going on who I like most I would have picked yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it is a bit yeah. of a nice uh, yeah yay in, in short alright good um, last one back on Trent Cochin yes oh, I need a burp for a second um, <laughs> gross <laughs> it's still Go sitting on. there take a second um, Trent Cochin has carryover <laughs> points from two previous incidents this year. It would have only taken a fine to rule him out for the grand final. The match review panel have compromised what's left of their credibility by clearing Trent Cochin. Apart. I didn't realise you had this one in in, uh, in the bag. I would, we wouldn't have talked about it earlier. Well, I, thought... I did try to. Did try Sorry, to we were <laughs> too excited. Um, as we've said, uh, a little bit of a yeah. If you're being a stickler for the rules, which you should be, if you're part of the MRP, that's how life works. Then that's worth a fine, and then that's a um, 
that's a suspension. So mm. I, I knew as soon as it happened that I was like, there's no way they're going to rub him out. This, Imagine this, the uproar. Yeah. Imagine the uproar yeah. from all it, of Melbourne. Exactly that, that storm may have felt. Yeah, the would. talk about it would have been ten times as big as what it is now. Yeah. So. Is, is this happen. enough? Is this enough to prompt them to change the rules? No. Um, <coughs> thank you. <laughs> Good, James. Uh, what we were talking about before, whether it should be like a cumulative kind of fines equal a suspension, I don't. I don't know. I think I, what they do. I think what they do though, they they weigh it up and they go if if they're going to change it for throughout the year, they're mm. going to end up not suspending as many people throughout the year, which yeah. is not what they want. They want to protect the heads and things, so yeah. they have to go. Just leave it how it is. We'll keep on suspending people however the fuck we want to during the year, like for yeah. whatever circumstances to make it look like we're protecting the head. Yeah. And then when it gets to finals, we'll just do whatever. Oh, we want. It's when it, it's finals, it's just no fucking rule. That's what I mean. Like, it's just it, a blood. Like, probably, like, Sloan probably gets a fine during the year because he made, like, head high contact. And, and Brandon Ellis was the one yeah, that he, should have definitely been. He got a at. shoulder. That was his... much worse than concussion. Yeah, so um, he absolutely should have It's got an unpopular opinion, game. especially when you, you see a case like this with Cotchins, but you can't pick and choose rules just because it's on the eve of a grand final. Yeah, exactly. Like we said, if we take this entire situation and move it back 10 weeks, no one bats an eyelid. Yes, he gets a fine. Yeah, he gets a week. <clears throat> so it should make no difference whether it's a grand final or not. It's just how it is. But and having said that, they'll too. continue to do it. Having so. said that, Cotchin's <laughs> playing in a grand final. Yeah. Too, too much backlash. Yeah, yeah. A little for bit. sure. A little bit. Um, all right, that is our yays and nays. Boys, I have something a little bit obscure for you right oh, now. Yes. Um, our dear friend Jake, who's overseas right now, who's been a massive part of this potty, and we thank him oh. for his service. I'll, I'll thank you a little <laughs> bit later on as well, but... What he did do was he awoke from his drunken stupor in Cambodia just <laughs> in enough time to crawl to the nearest internet cafe and he sent me what can only be described as one of the more bizarre uh, messages that I've ever received from ev- from anyone ever. But he wants me to read it out in full and so I will do that now. Please note that I have nothing to do with this. This is written by Jake. Um, just brace yourselves. Dearest Thomas Edison, Captain James Cook and Sir Davos Seaworth, <laughs> fairest weather to you all. I have been hearing these skin folds after finding it on the Google. <laughs> As he seemed to be a respectable, respectable gentleman with no qualms for telling it how it is or how it be or what be happening, I would regale you with a question. Hath this been one of the most disappointing final series, but with oneest of the most interesting finales of our generation. Lest we be without Luke Shuey's lovely booty, it would certainly seem as thou. It also seem as thou your local baker, Jake Gyllenhaal, hath taken a leave of absence to mull over the reasons as for thou. This, this is outrageous <laughs> that he's nonsense. made me read this. I encountered this gentleman in a small place of worship east of the Irrawaddy River in rural Myanmar, He sat in front of the temple, legs and eyes crossed and closed, while seemingly chanting, deeply under his breath, in almost a trance-like state. I approached the gentleman with caution, as he smelled of green beans and raw sewage. But his concentration hath not waver. In one swift motion, the man turned his head to face me, and uttered quizzically, Mr. Green? Puzzled as we doth were, I exclaimed, No, sir! And his head swiveled back to its original position. Before he stood to excuse himself, I asked once before he left, Who is this Mr. Green? Smiling through his tobacco-stained teeth, the man chuckled once before his face turned to concern. He went missing in a preliminary final against Richmond. The prophecy foretold that he had had escaped 
to a remote monastery to practice his jujitsu. You look just like him. The gentleman took three steps towards me and breathed heavily in my face before kissing me softly on the forehead. Go the crows, he said. Go the crows. Warmest regards, a modern monk. <laughs> that, uh, is, that is fucking truly true. Yeah. Someone needs to help him. In uh, in Myanmar, I'm not sure what I'm not sure what the sincerely little girl. You know that, <laughs> yeah. that country's under a lot of unrest. At the moment. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I think he, he might have been taken hostage. Um, that is Jake. Jeff Jake. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Jake, thanks for your uh, last and final input. We'll oh. uh, say thanks to you later on. But um, Christ, until then, we'll move on to <laughs> we'll move swiftly <laughs> on to one of our favourite little bits. It's time for James. It's time for your quiz. What about that roaming? You can get anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't give me this team <laughs> stuff, Jake. You give me the individual <laughs> stuff. Gangster. James. All right, here we are. Fucking hell. Grand final pre-grand... Oh, fuck it, I can't even speak. <laughs> oh, no. Pre-game interviews. Yep. Oh, oh, extremely man. pre-game. Five minutes before the game. Yeah. That's oh, where we're at. That's... Now, for copyright reasons, uh, we've had to change the names of the team. So, Tom, you are the coach of the Adelaide Cows. And cool. David, uh, you are the coach of the Richmond regular Housecats. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, we'll, start. <laughs> we'll start with you, Tom. Yeah. So, we're just in a oh, media interview. First. We're five minutes before the game. First, yeah. This yep. obviously happens as, as you get. Yeah, it does. Okay, so, uh, Tom, mm. is there any chance we'll see Brad Crouch go head-to-head with Dusty today? Yes, definitely. He'll probably take him on. And he might well beat him and strip that little blue bitch medal off his neck from Brownlow and shove it down his pants and show him who's boss. Wow, that's aggressive. Okay. <laughs> Don Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If Taylor Walker uh, kicks the first two uh, goals in the game, yep. uh, what do you think of just putting him like one out in the square? Just really clear out the whole 50, yep. put him in the square, one out. If he's one out with Alex Rance, I'm going to suggest that I'm not going to do that because <laughs> Alex Rance is a, is a fair jet. If he's one out against like a Basher Hooley type, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll think about that. I'm yeah. not sure if they put Basher on. <laughs> Probably not. It's not a, not a good match, is it? <laughs> Probably stick with Rance. Okay. okay, okay. Uh, Tom, what did you have to, uh, for dinner last night? Um, <laughs> it's always the simplest questions that stump you. <laughs> Um, I had a steak, blue, very rare, because yeah. I like the taste of raw flesh on my teeth, <laughs> and, and just a glass of iced water. Slapping meat on the cheeks, I slap the snuff up. Shut up, wait your turn. Okay, fair Good enough. Um, if there was a sub uh, today, a sub in the jacket, yeah. uh, who would you have to put it on? Oh, yeah. Always hated this rule. Yep. Uh, who have we got left? Terrible rule. Terrible yeah, rule. Shocking. How bad was this rule? Oh, horrible. Um, <coughs> Most ridiculous thing. I mean, if the only people I can think of was like your Wayne Miller. I'd actually take a ridiculous punt. I'd say even at 80%, McGovern, let's test oh, out that hammy. Sure. Bring him on, just chuck him one out in the forward line and just let him leap. Yeah, and he'd bad. be my sub. Yep. Don't mind that. Yep, All right, that's enough for you. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers for having me. Yeah. Um, you want me you like to say anything? That's it. That's all, that's all good. <laughs> okay. Cool. Dave. Tom. <laughs> Apparently Dustin Martin has arrived at the game with a large bag of cream canisters. How can you explain this? Well, like he's... Sometimes he just gets sick of oxygen, so he has to blast his 
little brain full of uh, nitrogen. Yeah, <laughs> 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 fair enough. Um, Cotchen was pretty lucky to get off, uh, but I think Brandon Ellis was um, probably the bigger talking. Well, wasn't the bigger talking point, but probably should have been. Mm. My question has nothing to do with that, but what do you think about his sleeve tap? <laughs> Dusty's. No, Brandon, Brandon Ellis. Oh. He's got a forearm sleeve. Have you do you think it? that's Does okay? It? It's like a yeah. Brandon oh. who? Brandon <laughs> Ellis, dude, you're the coach. Listen <laughs> yeah. to your players, man. No, I focus on the top six, and the rest of them just take care of themselves. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Um, did you only you, you know you only named twenty one players today? What's the deal? Uh, as I said, like I, I've got me, I've got my favourite six. They do the job. I've got Dusty, mate, in the middle goes forward. I got Trenner. I've got Jackie. I've got Alex. I've got Basher, I suppose, and I've got and I've got another one, <laughs> and he does the he does the job. Reese Conker, we'll say, and the rest of them they fall into an orderly line, usually by height. Usually they go by height, and obviously we've just we've just made an error in accounting. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, with Mad Monday fast approaching, who is most likely to make a mess with their costume? Oh, let me think about that one for a second. I'll come back to you. That's my last question. <laughs> Not a lot of time. I'm gonna say Josh Caddy because he's just come to the club Not and bad. he's really trying to make some mates and yeah. he doesn't have any yet. But this is his chance. Fair enough. Oh, well done. Well, thank you, boys. Well done. Thanks no for the interviews. When I introduce, when, when we introduced this segment, I still thought it was Caddy's quiz, but it's not at all Caddy's no, quiz. No, it's, it's more it, just it's like <laughs> Caddy's opportunity to embarrass yeah. Tom and Dave. <laughs> it's Caddy's anxiety inducers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a great name, actually. Oh, thank Might God. Change that for next year. Yep. Yeah. Keep it. Yeah. Um, all right. It's on to our segment, our final segment of uh, this variety. Uh, <laughs> it's time ever. for the, ever. Yeah, it's the mixed bag. Mixed bag. Dave, Thomas, the first one for you. The yep. Crows have created an interesting stare-off or standoff technique during the national anthem uh, during the final series. Yep, they've done the last two games. As an expert in intimidation, that I am. Yes, Damien Hardwick. Wow. <laughs> Damien Hardwick asks you to create your own stare-off technique for Richmond. For the grand final what's your technique and how does it go how, how does it play out against the crows what do you do um well obviously you're talking about that nonsensical during like, the anthem uh, i quite like it power, yeah. yep. to, power, to power, range, power range of stance yep um and they well they don't they don't leave until the other team leaves i think that's the main that that's the end they, they, they did that against geelong they didn't leave until geelong left i'm pretty sure they did that the first week did, did GWS GWS as well. okay yeah, yeah so i just have an old-fashioned game of chicken Ooh. I would just have two teams there, one in the Power Rangers stance, one of them just smirking, one of them, one of them just smiling at I them. I think that's what Geelong kind of looked like they tried to do that. Yeah. The, not not the standing for longer, but like the, the, the some casual. of them was just sort of like yeah, slacking yeah. out, like sort of standing yeah. weird. Like one yeah. of them was like looking at the sky and shit. Yeah. Neck like, minute ten goal loss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd have an old fashioned game of chicken until like the umpires had to literally just say, Boys, "Let's do it!" Like fucking hell, we like, got to turn the lights <laughs> this off. This is getting embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. like, it shouldn't be like that. Would like. actually imagine the roar though if they just imagine. stood there doing that. Yeah. And the other team just like even if they stood in the same stance yeah. or like and stood just didn't in, move. Like, arms crossed yeah. directly at even, them. Even even it'd be the longest six seconds of yeah. anyone's existence. It's just nobody moves at all. Whoever like, moves first is getting tired. I'd almost fucking just say that to Richmond, like do, do it. it. Yeah, like, fuck imagine it. Stare how much at it them. pumps it up. Yeah. Generally, will I reckon the only message they'll get is just like don't buy into that kind of shit. 
Yeah, but yeah. like I'd love like Dude, I'd buy love into it. Yeah, buy into it. Fuck it. Yeah, what? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's about the fans, isn't it? Yeah, I feel would love it. Oh, yeah, they, they probably would, eh? They, they would love, love it. it. Probably yeah. just, like, They've actually probably promoted and, it. Yeah, so it's a Monday boys. hard week. Just fucking stand your ground. Stare yeah. down. Do the haka. It's probably not on. <laughs> Dusty Cam. Dusty Cam. Yeah. 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 Oh, maybe that's my answer. Dude, Dusty, Dusty, Dusty walks Dusty out to the middle. It's Dusty dead silent. One out, yeah. Dead silent. You can hear a pin drop. Come on, Come on, he's slapping his fucking chest and slapping his forearms and shit. I suppose that's how Brings his brown though out. Yeah. Don Pike just throws a white towel. Yeah. Absolutely. Called nice. bluff. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, this is mine for you. I've actually only got one, unfortunately. It's fine. Um, the grand final on Saturday ends in a draw mm. after two straight hours of absolutely no score during Golden Point. Dylan McLaughlin <laughs> calls time on the game and tells each team to nominate one kicker for an around the world goal kicking contest. Oh yeah. Who will be your champion? For just the crows or for both? Obviously for both, mate. Um, for crows. Oh, oh wait, no. You pick. You pick your own. I'll get to pick Richmond's. Okay. Um, let me think for the Crows. He's a good kick for goal. I, like, in terms of the spectacle, and also he is usually a pretty good kick for goal, I love the idea of Tex just yeah. picking up the ball and saying, yeah. give, me, give me the fucking prune. Yeah. I'm going to win us a premie. Yeah. Um, no one else really strikes me as incredibly accurate. If it's from short range, Eddie's yeah, not bad. But if it's like 50 out... Yeah, considering around the world contest, you've got to do like a check side and oh, the Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'll stick with Tex. Five, going five or seven? Yeah, five. Five, brother. Five. I, I'll stick with Tex. I like the responsibility put on him. All right. You? Uh, for the Tigers, like, I don't, I'm not really sure how Jack, Jack Rewalt is as a set shotist. No, I presume he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. I'll say yeah. Jack Rewalt as, as an easy answer, but if I'm going to choose someone in the pressure the moment, spectacle, yeah. I'm going to choose Jake Lloyd. Remember, oh, remember when he banged yeah, that one yeah. after the siren against what? Sydney? I don't think he's still playing. Yeah, I don't think he's either. No. <laughs> but, 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 I love that. Though. No, but he's in the yellow vest. Like, he's a but they bring him <laughs> and they're like, yeah. introducing Jake Lloyd. He's like, special teams. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay. Let's give it yeah, that's Dave, it's the last stat game of the year for us. I'm going to give you three stats. Two are true. One is false. Sure. Let's test you out here. Number one. Matt Crouch has had 30 or more touches in the last 11 games in a row. <coughs> mm-hmm. Number two, Jack Rewalt had the lowest disposal efficiency of any Tigers player on the weekend, which is 42%. That's actually not too bad, though. Like, 42% is really bad. What do you mean? No, but like Sydney's last week, Gay Rowan had like 20. Yeah. yeah. 42 is still really bad. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney. <laughs> uh, and number three, Patrick Dangerfield was the only Cats player to kick multiple goals against Adelaide. Paid a bit more attention. Mm. Um, I, I believe the Matt Crouch one. I don't know necessarily if it's true because I don't usually put much money on him. Uh, <laughs> That's what it's based off. Yeah. Who you uh, win or lose money on. Yeah. Again, like I didn't fucking watch the the, um, the Jack Rewald game. The one with Jack Rewald in it. <laughs> Richmond played. GWS. That's the one, <laughs> the one um, you reviewed <laughs> nay 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Yay, 10 minutes ago. Um, it's honestly a stab in the dark yep. in the end, well, which is how we like it. Yes. I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go number one. Fuck you. Is fuck, what? fuck your Matt Crouch. That's a false one. Matt Crouch has indeed had 30 yeah. or more touches in his last 11 games in a row. Okay. So you got that one wrong, but I'll let you have another 50-50. Okay. That is, let's just appreciate and how fucking fantastic. fantastic and consistent still that underrated. is. Very underrated still, yeah, yeah. for sure. Dave. Um, 50-50 Okay Next one 
Yep. I reckon the, the third one is true and the second one's false. Patrick Dangerfield. <coughs> so, third one is true. Yeah. Patrick Dangerfield was indeed the only Cats player to kick multiple goals. The second one's false. Oh. Someone did have the lowest disposal efficiency of any Tigers player. It was 42%. It was Trent Cotchen. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Isn't that amazing? Touches. 26 touches. 42% he went out. Shit, that's, that's terrible. Of, you would that's not a have... Lot of bad well, that's touches. that's what happens when I just look at the stats and yeah. say, yeah. Yeah, he, well, he, no, he, he left the no, 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 no. He was good. That's the weird thing about it. When I saw this, I was like, wait, he had a good game. Like, I think it's just he butchered a few, but then he did some incredible... His tapping yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Had a, a couple nice. of, of huge moments. You're the one who's got a stiffy, I remember. Stiffy. Stiffy. Uh, if you, you still haven't like 13, 14... Mm. Good touches. Yeah, it's enough, isn't it? Positive so. touches. <coughs> yeah, that's right. Which is like when you're watching a game, you're like, wow, he's had 15 good touches. Yeah. And he's uh, doing a bit of a nut. Oh, any, wait, I was going to say one more thing. Oh, yeah. um, Matt Rouch. <coughs> yes. Do you think he could actually win the norm? Without I, absolutely. Yeah, without yeah, a doubt, yeah. I know he can win Probably the norm. Probably good money, actually. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm considering putting money oh, in. Yeah, you look it up. <coughs> look it up, because the issue is with... Is he third favourite? We've just heard. Yeah, the issue is uh, like we'll talk about Shit this when we that. we'll talk about this in about a minute when we preview the, the granny. Yeah. But I'll just say quickly that someone like a Sloan or a Cochin could get run with or tagged a little bit. Whereas mm. I doubt Crouch will. Oh, uh, Dusty. Yeah, it's not a lot of. I value. think. I think. Win, I think Matt Crouch getting thirty-two touches probably gets outshone by Dustin getting twenty-five. Not yeah. if Adelaide win though, but. Possibly. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Adelaide. I mean, you know, they always give it whoever wins yeah. the game. Um. All right. That was the mixed mm. bag. It's time for something we've been looking forward to. I'm excited just talking about it. It's the preview of the grand final. Y'all niggas got me hot. Hello and welcome to a preview of the next round. As the title may suggest, this is where Jake and Hajo predict the uh, next round. Today we have round. Round grand final. That didn't really uh, work, but you're a bit, it is. You're a bit off <laughs> <laughs> it is the biggest game, mm. and I um, am sweating just thinking about it. I can't wait for it on Saturday. It's the grand final, Adelaide Richmond. Mm. We're just going to run f- through a little few points that we've been thinking about. The first one is, and we've alluded to <laughs> a couple of these, but the midfield battle between Richmond and Adelaide. We're just talking about it just before. Brad Crouch, Matt Crouch, Sloan versus your Dusties, Cochins, Prestia, who you forget about a bit. Prestia, Caddy, I What do you see happening um, in terms of that battle? Who wins it? Who who maybe gets shut out? Who has a good game, a bad one? What are we thinking? Who wins that battle in general? I think in, <clears> in general, probably Adelaide win it. They've got three better contributors, whereas... More even contributors. Yeah, like... like Martin's obviously the one that if if he plays well, we probably have the biggest influence. Yeah, true, true. Like he'll if he has twenty five and kicks three. Yeah, I don't I don't see any of the Adelaide players as goal kickers necessarily. Not not known goal not, kickers and not like big no, multiple goal no. kickers. No. So he he can he can definitely do that. But like Prestia is a far cry from Crouch Crouch and yeah. and Sloan. And I Sloan, think. Yeah, I think we spoke about it earlier about just nullifying like trying to nullify um, Martin a little bit with not not as far as tagging tagging him but maybe putting Sloan to him and just going look just yeah. go head to head like he's probably going to end up like if you just let them run free and just go for it yeah. Martin's probably going to have a fair bit of like a, a little bit more impact than Sloan is yeah. but you're going to nullify that to a point where the rest of the midfield evens it out that's right yeah. you know for sure that like on well at least on paper 
our forward line, our back line look better. look better than theirs. Yeah, and, sure. and if we yep. if we that's even right. out we just, midfield, just yeah. break even in yeah. the midfield. We don't have to win it necessarily. Yeah. Just and as don't. As I said with like, the Crouches and Douglas, like their yeah. their impact, like yeah, surely they can they I, can get over the top. I would think so. against obviously Koch and Amman, even as an opposition supporter, I rate them clearly guns. So yeah. you'd think as an opposition coach. Pike would think, oh, well, we need to put some time into them. We said, I think, a little bit before about Riley Knight maybe going to Cochin. He went yeah. to Selwood. I, yeah. I think, I know Cochin's probably better than Selwood, but if you can go to Selwood, yeah. would you argue that you can go to Cochin? Then yeah. Cochin's not that much more explosive. I'm not, sure. I'm not yeah. sure Cochin's ever been touted as better than Selwood. Like, maybe at the moment, Selwood's a bit hindered. No, no, but as yeah. in, so if Riley Knight can go to Selwood, that means he can go to Cochin, right? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. 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 Sel- Sel- Selwood is, is you arguably better? a better player. Yeah, yeah. harder, probably. Yeah. yeah. It, so, and But not much difference as far as, like... Yeah. I, I know he did, but then they lost by 10 goals. So what's the influence that he actually had in the end? Yeah. Like, Cochin, yeah. uh, he he's not... Massively like stronger or more explosive or anything like yeah, that. The same so pretty, pretty, pretty similar. similar. And Riley, people think Riley Knight's small. He's actually pretty fucking big. Yeah, he's pretty tough dude. Like, he's pretty strong. Um, so. What do you think Richmond will do to um, Adelaide? Uh, they'll probably send maybe Prestia to Sloan. Is that what maybe? That, mm. that's Depends what Sloan does. I suppose. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like there'll be so many little things going on if they if you know like if they send Prestia to Sloan. Yeah. Sloan, send Sloan to Martin sort of thing. Yeah, so right, right. I, I think it like grand finals are always like often changing sort of thing. They're trying to break break tags, break this and that, and a lot of the time. So I yeah. think it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, to start with. I can't wait to see who goes to who. Yeah, it'll be incredible to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, if we can just spend a little bit of time on both forward lines for Adelaide, they obviously have what most people would think pretty undoubtedly the best forward line but Richmond's small forwards we know they've got Rewalt who's their big forward they've got kind of Townsend and Caddy who are mm. medium forwards but they don't really have any other big forwards they've got good smalls though Rioli um, Castagna and mm. the other one Butler Butler mm. yeah, what do you yeah, what, how do you rate their small forwards versus Adelaide's forward <laughs> line in general who do you <laughs> see kicking play. goals in? I'm going to say Adelaide's small forwards are better like Cameron yeah. Betts and I know you get a reasonably come some forward line put in like a that, Douglas or something. Yeah, I, don't I know. think the the only issue with Adelaide's forward line would be the fact that like when it does go to ground, they are, there are a few yachts up there. Like especially now that Andy Otten's up there. Yeah, you're, you're and Andy Otten, walking Jenkins. Yeah. I know Jenkins is quite quick apparently on paper, but he looks fucking slow. So he's certainly not like a, a not a quick forward, quick yeah. turning like tackler. But yeah. I think I think those Butler and Constantia and stuff play quite defensive roles as well for yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, I think they they have, and that's what Richmond aren't the <coughs> like the the most amazing team on paper and stuff, but they they cover all their holes pretty well. So yeah, yeah. I think that they'll is. they'll do um, one of them probably. Like do a bit of a defensive job on our running our running halfbacks, a Seisman mm. maybe or something like that. So I think that's what they try to do to to stop the run and stuff and and let their more attacking forwards like Rioli like go for it. So it, you, it'd be interesting. Yeah, we're definitely more attacking. Do you on. get the sense that I don't know if I'm generalising just because it's a grand final, but sometimes in a real pressure grand final, very contested, not a lot of time or space. Do you want a forward line like Adelaide's where even if you bomb it in, you know you've got at least three serious marking forwards or if, whereas if Richmond are under pressure in the midfield and they're bombing it long if Rewalt can't mark it who's going to I can I think, see people yeah. like Jake Kelly and Jake Lever standing there saying thank you very much I'm on Daniel Rioli just taking marks yeah. all day 
but that kind of depends on whether their midfield's pressured. Like, if we can get yeah. them to bomb bomb the ball into their forward line, it's not going to end very well for them, I wouldn't have yeah. thought. Because yeah. they don't have my big market Richmond, targets. But. Richmond do pretty well. I think that's their main <laughs> forward line structure is they, they've got a lot of small numbers. So they just they do bomb the ball in and they do bring it to ground. They, they do, pre- they do pretty well to bring it to ground. I think that's probably why I say Jack hasn't been playing that well, but I don't, see, I don't watch a game. Yeah, so no, I don't, see him, I don't no. see him launching at contest and bringing it down. Yeah. Yeah. But then they just flood. I saw the, the footage of the, their first goal. Like, long kick in, long high kick, comes to the front. Martin gets the first hands, gives it to someone who's fucking yeah. burning when past. They're, when yeah. they're on, the way they move the ball is very hard to stop sometimes, but mm. I'm not sure. I mean, it's held up in two finals, so I can't say it won't in a granny, but yeah. uh, it's not as um, it consistent. It depends how the granny goes as well. If, yeah. it, if it breaks open and it's a free-flowing sort of game or, or whether it's... You know, chockers like, uh, harder the whole time. Yeah. It's bombing. So, yeah, yeah it's really hard to say. But. Um, following on the, from that, do you guys have any surprise packages? Is there any player that maybe... Like, let's not talk about the Dusties and the Eddie Betzers. Is there anyone in their lineups? They haven't released the teams, but you might be able to look at their team lineups from last mm. week. Anyone from either side, like a bottom six, bottom ten player, who you reckon will actually... From he, from, from Adelaide. Well, from either side. Who, who do you reckon from, could from be... From Adelaide, my yeah. first one will be Paul Seedsman. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> he's in pretty good. He's in. He's in good yeah. nick. Good yeah. skills. Big ground. Yeah. And he also big gets dick. a. He also gets a bigger role than he would usually get with with Smith out. So yeah. he, he plays the exact same role. So yeah, he's yeah. won an Anzac Day medal. I've yeah. just remembered. Yes, he has. The only yeah, I'll we'll, we can mention a couple from both the two from Adelaide that I think could be under the radar. Rory Atkins who on occasion can seriously mop up touches and use the ball really well and <laughs> even go forward and kick goals when he's on. The other one is he's a guy that doesn't get a lot of touches but has the potential a little bit. Hugh Greenwood, you know, you know probably yeah. bottom four players, but I can see he's like 190-odd centimetres. I can see him kind of floating forward at some point and maybe kicking a goal or two. And yeah. if, if I was going to go roughy Norm Smith, just a stupid $5 bet, Oh, you wouldn't put five on it, you fuck. Oh, I'll do it. I'm gonna do it right. Now. <laughs> what about Richmond? I'll um, tell you what. Before, like before you do Richmond, yeah. Though, yeah. David McKay is the other one. Oh yeah, he's been yeah. just like really good form in the finals. When we play our best footy as well, his, his skills have, have been on. He, he was great. He was really good well. in the prelim, actually. Even yeah. though I baked him all the Even though he's, he's Adelaide's Adelaide's player. whipping boy. Yeah. 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 I actually heard you say verbatim that Adelaide Football Club will never win a premiership with David McKay. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I might have said it last week. Maybe you did. Looking at Richmond's lineup. It's occurred to me that you guys want, might win by about eight goals. So, <laughs> like, That's what I, I mean. How many players how the, like, how the fuck, dude? Oh, there's so many that I honestly just don't know. I've never heard of Nathan Broad. What is a Nathan Broad? Jack Graham. Um, cool. Camden McIntosh. Yeah, I know who that is. Do you? <laughs> Camden McIntosh yeah. is right. Oh, shut up. No, but like, oh, would you know him from a bar of soap? <laughs> yeah. like, well, you put them face I to face, I wouldn't. <laughs> but the thing is, I can't pick many people from here, whereas I could pick almost anyone from the crowd. That's what I mean. Yeah. Adelaide have, yeah, a lot of more dangerous like players. Like a, a Dylan Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> a Jack Rewalded. <laughs> yeah. How is Toby Nankervis more likely dude, than dude, the Nank, dude, Nank, Nank memes. He was going to be my decision. Nank, I reckon, Nank I reckon, he, yeah, he's I reckon right. he could shut the big fella down. He's a good right. Do you reckon? Oh, I reckon no, Jacobs. I mean, oh, Jacobs is a really good right. better odds to win the Norm Smith and David McKay and Oh, really? Yeah, because when a Ruckman ever going to win it? No, but if Richmond win it, he may well win it. 
Yeah, I mean, Surely no, not. I don't know. Dude. <laughs> I'm not sure. No you, I'm, I'm not, not sure no, you know fucking Toby Nankervis like I know Tommy. I'm Nankovic. the one who introduced you to Nank me. Dude, we, we brought that. him through the system at the Sydney Swans. <laughs> <laughs> he signed he my scarf once. Um, all right, we'll, we'll no. put. <laughs> <laughs> never happened. Um, what about the last couple of points? Expected kind of tactics or game styles. We did talk about it a little bit. What do you think Richmond or Adelaide would would try to do? What suits them both on the day? It's hard to say. Richmond just have to not turn the fucking ball over. Like yep. that, that's just the biggest thing. Like for for Adelaide, we rely on it and like fire the ball back down the middle so quickly. Yeah. And and into our strong forward. So yep. they just gotta and and in grand finals, that's obviously hard. So I don't know. That's that's the only thing for, for yep. Richmond. Uh, the only thing I can think of is I know it's at the MCG, which is good for Richmond, but. We actually Adelaide actually has decent record at the MCG. I actually think it might suit us a little bit in the in terms of how we move the ball. Always looking to kind of be very direct with kicking. Yeah. We always try to kick the ball. We're not like Richmond. We try to handball a lot. Yeah. Always trying to kick down, especially to <coughs> the centre of the ground. Obviously, the MCG is. Am I right in saying it's the biggest ground in Australia? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, I would say. I'm not too um, sure. I, I would think that I would think that that actually kind of helps us a little bit, but. Uh, apart from that, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see on the I haven't, I haven't seen enough of Richmond to know what their tactic is anyway. Just um, to try to win. Yeah, um, I th- oh, yeah, I fucking don't know. Balls, <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Cheers, mate. I don't know. Um, all right, Hold the nut. <laughs> chip, chip it around. Don't go. Don't go at the crows because they've got decent pressure. Like don't. Don't try to rush through them. Yeah, okay. Like, try yeah. To, like do what Hawthorne do well to everybody. And they can't make or it a shoot. Geelong did to Sydney. They? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so keep keep, keep the nut. Like pick your way forward. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about this last one to finish off then? Predicted result in terms of the score, who kicks bags of goals, who gets Norm Smith? If we ha- if you had to guess, uh, I'll, I'll start us off. Dave, 100, 111 to eighty four, Crows win. Yeah. Norm Smith, I'll give it to Tom Lynch. Ah, oh, very nice. Goal, yep, yep, yep. goal kickers, uh, bets, bets will kick three. Mm. Walker two. Jen- Jenkins four. Ooh, I'm doing this yeah, in the wrong. Jenkins. Uh, Lynch is also kicked. Lynch has also kicked three. Douglas will kick two and get get oh, yeah. twenty. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the rest fill out as they please. As they do. Um, I will go. Touch wood. I would go Adelaide ninety-one to Richmond seventy. I'll go Norm Smith, Matt Crouch. I do rate how well he's been going this season incredibly well. Goal kickers, I'll say. Just to put him into the stratosphere of <coughs> best small forward, I'll say Eddie kicks for top goal scorer. Yep. That would be ideal. <laughs> Please I'm let that happen. Say uh, Richmond forty two. Uh, the Crows seventy five. Unders good for unders. Uh, always low. <laughs> they are, they are actually, yeah. Martin thirty five and two. Yeah. Um, bets to kick no goals and oh, yeah. uh, Rory Laird for the medal fair enough also very possible Very all, all very different now that I think about it any of those are possible yeah. <laughs> and about a hundred other um, options as well but does Paps you want to say something Ben Paps right. we we'll, can't hear, we'll, we'll we can't hear you on mic but just whisper Dustin it now Paps he says Dustin Martin under 20 disposals Interesting. I'd love to see it and then well, it'd be probably be painful justified Okay. Yeah, we, no, we do. You know what? Players don't play well in the grand we final. We always do expect we do expect players to be at their absolute best, but there's always going to be players who won't be up to standard. Yeah. 
Yeah, he doesn't like speaking. He loves the nut, man. Loves the plum. He is very untaggable. Because yeah. he wasn't drinking beers though, as well. Yeah. 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 Um, any other? <laughs> yeah, any other predictions, mate? That's it. Yeah, give us uh, a score. Win. Crows win. Crows okay. Win. Okay. Norm Smith and goal kicker. I'm gonna say Rory Sloan. Rory Sloan. Love it. Norm Smith. Walker. Yeah, love it. Walker, love Walker, it, Walker. love it. That would give me a staffy. Okay, um, <laughs> that is our grand final preview. Just before we get in the song, we'll let the song take us out. But um, just some housekeeping, 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 man, man, manscaping, maybe man, even some man housekeeping. Um, a thank you to Jacob Graffiti um, for joining us mm. on this journey the early on. Graffiti. Um, thank you also to Papsy Denham who helped us out. Thank you to James, who's been there from the start with his engineering and um, general excellence. Dave, also a very, very good contributor. Thanks, Tom. Um, Thanks to you as well. No, that's okay, mate. Don't, don't mention you it. Get, you <laughs> Jeez, um, we've had We've had some good fun. Will we be, will we be back? Probably not. <laughs> All depends on funding, obviously. Yes, it does. Um, Dave, I'll let you round out the song, mate. All right. So the clue was something you'd hear when you're on the train heading to the footy. My guess is if it's a Hilltop Hoods reference, I'll say like um, nosebleed stations. That's ridiculous. Stopping uh, all stations. Stopping all oh, stations. Is yeah. that 100% yeah. correct? Papsy okay. had it from the start. I had it from the fucking start. Papsy um, had it from the start. <laughs> this, thanks again. This one's going to be one of the tougher ones to do. Yeah, as you, as you should be. <laughs> yeah, sort my shit out. Dave, good luck. Go the crows. I have to get Caddy to fix my shit up. Yeah, that should be good. Alright. How's that? Yeah, perfect. Alright, goodbye. Peace. <clears throat> the next train to Melbourne will depart from Adelaide, stopping all stations. Early morning, Scott. Oh shit, I forgot to play the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> right. Early morning, Scott. Thompson's aching from the arthritis. This old veteran knows what a hard time is. Struggling with pace and sore legs and some calf tightness. The reason he rides the fence on the grand final. So he so he looks on with a tired snicker, has a swipe At Riley Knight for missing kicks, his shit don't add up right We're talking about a man who never seek the limelight Caught up in the age of Rashudu, Macca and Laddam's like Like he said he's irking tired and half awake He smiles but he knows it's time enough to walk away Seeking injuries, he wants one final say Over 33, you never see the time of day Matt crouching the camera Crouching camera and alive with their laughter Replacing your timer, gone and broken his heart uh, Told him that time has come and the choice was hard But man, you're old enough to be one of our fathers Taking the train, taking the train Devils and shout Whatever it takes to justify Whatever ends we make Whatever the price to the end of the life is just an observation. So take a ride with stopping all stations. Peace. Absolutely fantastic. You know how good that like you know that song. Hey dude, you probably wouldn't understand. I know every lyric to that song. Mm. He fucking did that so well Perhaps he's loving it. Thanks, mate. Thank yeah, you. Hey, well done boys. This is like that could have been a lot better. <laughs> yeah.